and I'm a car guy. And, you know, explaining to somebody what being a car guy is is like trying to explain somebody what love is that's never been in love, right? Um, you know, because some people say, man, you love that car, you know, and then this and that. Yeah, I know it sounds crazy, right? But, I mean, look, I look at, you know, cars are not just transportation to us, right? It's a, There's an emotional connection between man and or woman and a mechanical device. I know to most people that probably sounds crazy, but that's just the reality of the situation. Welcome to the Jefferson Parish Pulse, powered by Jedco, a podcast designed to showcase the businesses and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the Jefferson Parish economy. I'm Kelsey Scram. This week, we interview Eddie Gregory, owner of Southern Hot Rod, a local manufacturer in the business of making supercharged transmissions. Eddie is a dynamic individual who embodies the entrepreneurial spirit. He and his team have come a long way from selling auto parts out of his garage. This week marks the 15th anniversary of Southern Hot Rod. We invite you to come along for an incredible ride as Eddie shares his story and his words of wisdom for the next generation of up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Eddie, thank you so much for being on the show. Glad to be here. Well, we're so, I'm so excited because I don't know a whole lot about this industry, so I'm going to learn a lot today, I think. So first of all, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, first and foremost. Are you from this area originally? Born and raised. Uh, my mother and father from New Orleans. When I was young, I lived in New Orleans, and then we floated around in Jefferson Parish and, uh, and you know, old Jefferson and uh, Kenner. So you are, you're a local. All the way. Like Good, that. bad, and different. That's me. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so how did you get started in, in the automotive industry? What, what got you here? Well, it's a little bit of a long story, but I'll tell you, I'll give it to you. So um, back a long time ago, when I was about 18 years old, uh, 1989, I thought I was going to be a rock star. I was in a band and all that nonsense. That's fair. Um, and long hair and all that, you know, but <laughs> um, that. it didn't work. All right. So needless <laughs> to say, it did not work. All right, so I, I, you know, I said I was going nowhere fast, so I joined the Navy. All right, so I, I became an aircraft mechanic in the Navy. I was a power plant mechanic on F-14s and got out in 1993. Uh, then I said, oh, you know, I want to work on airplanes, uh, and there's no jobs in southern Louisiana for aircraft, at least not at the time. Maybe they do now. Sure. Um, but back then it was nothing. So I'm a Dodge guy, so I opened up the telephone book and called every Dodge dealership and Julian Graham Dodge. I don't know if you know that name, but that's a long time ago. And they gave me a job. And That's one way to do it. I love and that. I, you know, and I went there, became a helper uh, over there. I was making $5 an hour. Wow. And uh, Joanne and I were together and look, we were living on that. I don't know how the hell we did it. That's love. Let me tell you. Oh uh, we were broke. Wow. Uh, but anyway, you know, that didn't last long, you know, and then I, you know, we moved up from there. I went to Mercedes Benz and, uh, you know, some things happened at Mercedes-Benz, and I wasn't happy about it, so I quit, and it was just me being a dummy, right? So, uh, but, you know, I, nonetheless, I did quit, and then, and, uh, you know, I decided I wanted to start my own business, and, you know, we, we started at the house, and that was in October of uh, 04. So we're 15 years old next year. Well, congratulations. I mean, I'm sorry, next month. That, congratulations. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, this yeah. podcast is very timely then, celebrating yep, yep. your 15th anniversary. That's Yeah, great. we're pretty excited about that. So so you started at your house. Mm -hmm. What does Southern Hot Rod do? 
right now of in? Well, I guess let's talk about what you do now, and then I'll go back in time, and we'll talk about what you did before. <laughs> okay, so right now, uh, you know, 100% of what we do is we build high-performance automatic transmissions. Now, most people don't even know what the hell a transmission is. Nope. All right? <laughs> so it's not a sexy part. It's not a, you know, most people, you know, it, just so you know, it's the part that connects the engine to the, to the drive shaft, right? That's the... That's probably really, really oversimplified. Uh, it's um, imagine this. It does a you. You've ridden a ten-speed bicycle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you mm-hmm. shift the gears. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we we're the the automatic transmission shifts the gears. Okay. In the car. All right. So what we do is we build them to handle more power. Okay. All right. So uh, and we ship those guys worldwide. Now we're a niche within a niche within a niche because we work on Chrysler products primarily. And then with a side, we do some Mercedes-Benz and some Porsche transmissions as well. So are they just specifically for cars? Or are they used for, um, like, military vehicle? Is it just people who want, like, faster cars? Yes. Okay. So it's mostly nine times, you know, I, I think all of them are, you know, enthusiasts, right? Or drag racers or just people who want nice cars, right? Uh, and by majority it's all cars we do have some jeep wranglers we do some you know there's some pretty interesting stuff some of our vendors out there they're doing some stuff where they're putting hellcat engines in the, and then we you know we build a transmission for it so it can handle the power so huh. that is so interesting and there's a there's a market for this uh Huge well market. i'll feed my family with it yeah. so that's great i love that that's wonderful so you're doing that now you're shipping all over the world yes but you started in your garage, so yes. Tell let's let's go back. Tell me uh, what we what you were doing and how you got to this point. Well, I'm, I'm t- it's just sheer drive and stubbornness because you know I, I was just so tired of working in a dealership. I mean, I was, I mean, literally, I, I you know, and we started with nothing, by the way, mm. right? I started with a two thousand dollar credit card. Wow. So. Um, but I'll tell you how goofy we were back then. We didn't know anything, Joanne and I. We went to Barnes & Noble and got a um, a um, a book about franchises. I right? love that. And so we're looking through the book and everything. We're like, okay, this, 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 and you know everything I'm looking at. Oh, you got to have this much money. you got to be this much. It's like, well, that, well, we can go give this book back. We don't have enough money for any of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I had no idea how to run a business. Most people don't, right? right? I mean, this, this, they have books on it, but, you know, hard to do no it, it, you, you, the hardest part i'll tell you right now is the guts to just do it sure that is the hardest part once you get past that it's still pretty hard but you know <laughs> but it's a lot easier um so after that you know i said you know what i know cars so let me start looking about selling parts and this is when ebay was like really really big right right it's nowhere near what it was back then right now so anyway so we get there and i uh, you know we Look on there, I'm looking at different things, and I wind up finding a place that would sell to me out of my house. Okay. Right? And what I did is I, you know, I took a 2000 This is back when credit cards would send you checks. Wow. I don't even think they do that anymore. <laughs> so they would give you, like, checks, and I called them up. And I said, look, is this a cash advance if I do this? Because it's, like, two years interest-free, right? Nice. So, and I took, the, took a check, wrote a check for $2,000, opened up a bank account, incorporated and then Southern Heart where I was born, wow. right? So I found this place, uh, and they were going to sell parts. I mean, look, most of these parts I'd never seen before. I didn't even know what hell it, most of it was, right? So anyway, we started putting stuff on eBay, and from October to December 31st, we made zero sales. Oh, no. <laughs> zero. 
I have to tell you, I was I was just about ready to give up, and, and Joanne, my wife, she says, well, look, just give it a little bit more, and December 31st, we made our, I think it was December 31st, right around there, we made our first sale. Wow. Right? And I was like, that's wonderful. And then we started doing a little bit more, and I still had a full-time job at this time, right? So then it started growing a little bit, started growing a little bit, you know, and then I and then I said, well, you know what? I wonder if I just buy direct, right? So I mm-hmm. called up, and this is a funny story. That's why I'm going to tell you this. So I call up the lady at the, it was a, a cold air intake place, but I call up the lady and uh, I said, what does it take to to sell direct, right? And she says, well, you just got to, you know, it's a $2,500 buy. You know, you got to make a $2,500 order. You just need a credit card number. I said, well, here's my credit card number. She said, well, what's your PO number? And I said, uh, one. And she laughed. She said, no, really, what's your PO number? I said, no. Really? One. I had no idea. Sure. You know, it's, sure. So promptly after that, we added some numbers to the front of it to make it look like we knew what we were doing. So, um, and then, you know, that's when it started to get, you know, a little bit, well, a lot better, to be honest with you. Uh, we started getting 18 wheelers come to the house and I fill them, fill these products up to my roof in my garage. Wow. And then Katrina hit. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, so Katrina hit and it almost put me out of business. Now, it, our business at the time, was wherever my computer was. Sure. So it didn't really matter, right? So we struggled through that and got through it. And then, uh, you know, a couple of years after that, sales started declining pretty good um, because we were competing with crazy people. Come to find out, one guy I was competing against, he was selling everything at dead cost. Wow. I was like, how the hell is he making money? Hmm. Come to find out, he was making money on his 1% cash back when he bought the stuff with oh his credit card. Oh, gosh. How do you compete with that? Mm-hmm. I, I don't get up in the morning for that. Mm-hmm. You don't, no, I'll go cut grass before I do that. So, um, not that there's anything wrong with cutting grass. No. Um, so, I said, okay, we're going to get a shop. And man, Joanne was nervous. You know, my, look, I'm the ultimate optimist. I know that's a little tongue twister there, but and my wife grounds me, right? It's so, good to have. That's thank good goodness. To have both, oh right? yeah, we need that because me, I'm ready to go 100 mile an hour. But anyway. So we, we go get the shop. She's like, how are you going to pay for this? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? Well, that was in 08, and you know we've been in the shop since then. That's awesome. So this shop here. No, 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 no. We had a, we had a shop down the street. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, I'll get that way, five streets down. Okay. So a little small shop. Mm-hmm. You can get like three cars in it. Um, and then we moved here in 2010. 2010. Did you move here because there was so much demand you needed to ramp up and We need more space. space. That's, That's right. Okay. That's right. And... Is my understanding that you're looking to expand again? Is that correct? We want to we want to purchase a building. That's great. Okay. Yeah. And that's, and absolutely. That's exciting. Yeah. H- how many employees do you have? Right now, two. Two. Okay. Uh, not counting Joanne and I. Okay. So that's a good good size. You know, you guys are doing a ton of work with a tiny team. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it, I, I'll tell you that's been the the, the hardest thing. Well, look, in 2010 we had 10 employees. Oh wow. I'm sorry, eight. Okay. Yeah, I think eight. Um, highest grossing year we've ever had, lowest net we've ever had. Huh. Wow. Interesting. So be careful, everybody. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> right? Employees are great, but... Ugh. Um, how did you come up with the name of the company? Uh, that's, it's it's uh, more boring than anything we do, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, when I was younger and I was in a dealership, they always used to call me Hot Rod because I, you know, I had a 70 Challenger and I... I we just did goofy stuff and yeah. doing burnouts and all that nonsense. So, but anyway, the uh, I was like, well, man, I want to start the company, but it has to be a. Look, I'm a terrible speller, right? <laughs> so I figured that most people are terrible spellers, so it's got to be easy to spell, 
easy to remember. So Southern Hot Rod. Interesting. I like that story. So you know? it's got your own. It's your like nickname is in there. That's yeah, kind of a little bit. I love that. Um, you talked a lot about your wife and how she grounds you, and mm-hmm. you know I think it's you know being an entrepreneur and starting a business like you said is a a pretty scary and brave thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just talk a little bit about what it's what it means to have someone that's a the, a partner in this and that who's kind of gone along with this, you know this vision that you had even when things were kind of rocky it's great and terrible at the same time <laughs> i mean that's as honest as i can be i love my wife dearly anybody who knows me knows that look i love my wife but i'm gonna tell you right now if you're in business with your wife you can't fire your wife <laughs> that is true <laughs> oh my gosh but you know what look, that being said we need each other mm-hmm. there's no way i could do this without her yeah and when I had walked in earlier, she you can tell that she's your biggest cheerleader. She was mm. like, You're you're interviewing my stud. Like he's so great. So I think that's I, I don't know about a really stud. Wonderful. Let's let's not get crazy now. What kind of interview is this? <laughs> so yeah. Oh well that's all um, good. No, she seems great. So um you've obviously grown your business very slowly and effectively mm. over the years. And we have grown and I'm gonna tell you, it's hard as hell to do organic growth. Because we've never had investors, we never had anything. Wow! So it's we started with two thousand dollar credit card, and here we are now. Yeah. So now it's I'm not going to kid you. We got in debt early on. We got I mean we did a lot of dumb stuff, right? And it just you know we got out of it. We dug out of the hole, and you know here we are. You know so. May I ask how you're doing now? I mean, are how are revenue? How are sales? Right now, you know, it's funny you ask that. So we, I was just talking to a couple of guys about this the other day. So uh, we've been doing good, all right? You know, I can't complain, right? We're not setting the world on fire right now. It's been a weird year, mm. um, you know, because somebody said, well, what's your, what's your normal, you know, your, your, your busy times and your slow times? And I said, you know, two years ago, I could, I could look at the numbers and tell you for sure. The last couple of years, it's been all over the place. Mm. Interesting. And I don't, you know, I don't know if it's the current political climate. I don't know... You know, it's really weird. My business is, is if if they say the economy's doing bad, we usually doing good. Interesting. Okay. I, 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 I can't even. Yeah. I, I can't remotely tell you why, but that is just seems to be. Um, but all in all, we're doing well, and you know we're in a good place now. That because you know we got to back up a little bit. So a little over a year ago, we did everything on cars, right? I mean, we had an alignment machine here, oh. wheel and tires. We did, you know, put engines in, superchargers, sure. fuels, everything on a car. And then last year I decided that, you know, you know, we've always built transmissions. That's our bread and butter. We make more, you know, that, that's what we do. So I was like, you know what, we're going to stick with that. We're going to go 100% on that. Now, that's almost like starting a business over again, hmm. you know. So that puts a little bit of an X factor in the cash flow and stuff like that. So, but all in all, I don't regret it whatsoever. Did you ever think whenever you were starting out or whenever you were young, did you ever think like, I want to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to have my own business and, you know, I mean, is that something that you ever thought you would do? Maybe more basic than that. I just don't like people telling me what to do. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. uh, I want to do things my way. Sure. Um, So, you know, I guess when I was, I was a terrible employee, by the way. I mean, really, I was. You know, if I look back on it, I would have fired the hell out of me many times. Oh, all no. right. So, 
the only thing is, you know, I had, you know, my skill level was enough to keep me in, employed, mm-hmm. right? Because um, even though I was wrong at the time, I always thought I could do better than my boss. I was like, oh, he don't know what the hell he's doing. I could do this. Now I look back on it, no, 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 no. So, uh, but to answer the question, you know, look, once I started working, when I got out the Navy and I started working for people and I was like, you know what, I I, I do want to eventually have my own business, Mm. you know. And what is that like now? You're looking, you know, you started this business many years ago and Mm. here you are and you've got sales all over the world. I mean, what is that, what does that feel like for you to, to see that growth over so many, you know, 15 years? What is, what does that feel like? Good. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, how do I put this? It's, it's, um, it's a good feeling to know that we started something from nothing, literally from nothing, from just sheer, just stubbornness, I think, you know, uh, and look, a little luck along the way you know a lot of people helped us along the way you know this isn't this isn't eddie and joanne did all of this by ourselves sure. hell no anybody tells you that's full of bananas like, that's as clean as i could be on here by the way yeah uh, that sounds goofy too uh but anyway um you know it, it's it's really nice and hopefully one day we can turn it over to the kids you know oh, that's wonderful yeah but they don't care about cars. So, <laughs> How old are your kids? Uh, I have one daughter. Well, uh, only have one daughter. Uh, she's 19. She's okay. in a Marine Corps right oh, now. That's great. Uh, and my son, is he'll be 17 next month, and he's in high school. Okay. So. Wonderful. What is your favorite part about this industry? Because uh, I like modifying things and making them better. Uh, and I'm a car guy. And, you know, explaining to somebody what being a car guy is is like trying to explain somebody what love is that's never been in love, right? Um, you know, because some people say, man, you love that car, you know, and then this and that. Yeah, I know it sounds crazy, right? But, I mean, look, I look at, you know, cars are not just transportation to us, right? It's a, There's an emotional connection between man and or woman and a mechanical device. I know to most people that probably sounds crazy, but that's just the reality of the situation. Are you are you one of those people that like names their cars? <laughs> no, I'm I'm crazy, but not that crazy. So <laughs> uh, my car may or may not have a name. So I might be a my daughter, da- look, my daughter's car has a name, <laughs> so it's okay. But she is crazy. <laughs> so. I love it. Um, and what is your favorite part about running a business? Um. I- because the buck stops with me, right? Um, I'm in control of my destiny. Which is a great reason, yeah. I mean, that's... And, and I, I can truly say this, and I, I don't say this lightly. Since we've been in business, I have not woken up one day and said, my God, I don't want to go do this anymore. Well, that is the dream, right? Not even that's one wonderful. day, right? So, again, you know, look, man, I'm not driving a Ferrari. I don't have yachts. I don't have airplanes and all of that. But you know what? We have a comfortable life, and... You know, we're happy. You're happy. And that is the most important thing in life. As far as I'm concerned, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You were in the military for three years. What skills did you take from that time in your life that maybe helped you grow this business? Oh, a lot. A lot. Absolutely a lot. I I mean, look, you know, I don't know what it is now, but I mean, attention to detail. Hmm. I mean, it's it's a sickness for me, right? Mm -hmm. Me personally, you know, and my employees over the years have gotten crazy mad at me because I pick out everything and I'm nitpick everything. But so that and just you know, I 
you know, I look at it and everybody says, oh, yeah, the, the, the military gives you a work ethic. I'm a lazy bastard. <laughs> I am. But I found a way to make a living and be comfortable doing it. But, you know, that's, that's kind of a miss. But I work harder now than I ever did before. Right? I was going to so, say, I feel like you're a hard worker. Yeah. yeah we, I mean, you have no choice, right? right? They say when you own your own business, you can work half days. They just forgot to say it's a 24-hour day. Right, exactly. Right? So, um, so, but no, I mean, it, but, but again, you know, if I come here, I don't consider this work. That's great. Yeah, I don't. I love it. You're clearly very passionate, which I think is I think so. wonderful. You know, I enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. That's great. So you sell, you were selling other companies' products. Mm-hmm. And now you are selling a product that you create Correct. yourselves. Correct. Can you, this is maybe like the weird, a weird question, but no. since this is not visual and people are not able to see, what do the, what does your product look like? Let's see. It's going to be about, it, it's about 150 pounds. Uh, I'm trying to think of something it looks like. Uh, it looks like a transmission, but I know that doesn't help. But, uh, <laughs> So it's 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 a round cylindrical item. Uh, one end's bigger round than the other, um, and it has you know planetary gears and clutches and stuff like that inside of it. It's a mechanical device that you know that changes ratios. And you you sell like you said all over the world. Are there places where you find that you're shipping these products? to more or is it, it comes in, in the United States or is it in- mostly in the United States okay. uh, mostly in the United States but I mean we, we have places all over literally I mean we have a shop in Baghdad wow I would have I'd have lost a bet on that huh. but Baghdad we just sold some stuff to Lebanon um, matter of fact I was when you came in here I was talking to a guy in Taiwan um, I, I don't think we have anything too much in the European well that I mean but like um, you know UK or mm. or France or anything like that. Sure. I don't think we have anything in there. Okay. We do have some Germany stuff. You know running a business comes with challenges. You've shared mm. some of those starting out. You went from nothing to where you are today. Um, can you share some stories about challenges that you've overcome in the last few years, maybe? Finding our way. Narrowing down and focusing on what you're really good at. That's been a challenge. It, you know... It's it's scary to focus on that because when you when you you know focus on one thing you're not as diversified sure. you know because the way I always you know a gentleman that taught me how to work on cars when I first started at you know at the dealership he said look the, the shop was specialized and what that means is they would have one guy that did brakes and they had one guy that did air conditioning and they had one guy that did this blah 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 so the guy that taught me how to work on cars he said look Eddie the more you know how to do if you can do brakes if you can do air conditioning you can do this you can do this you can do this when they're standing around doing nothing, you're going to be working. So that kind of really, really stuck with me, right? So I've, I've run my business that way. We want to be as diversified as possible. So anything that comes to that door that's in the realm of what, you know, performance-wise, we're going to do it, hmm. right? So we lived that way for the long, up until last year. Wow. Um, and then we made the change, and I, I wish we would have made the change a long time ago. It sounds like you almost reinvented yourselves very recently. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like starting a business over. And sometimes you, I mean, we work with a lot of startup companies mm-hmm. at Jedco, and that is something that that we hear and that we see. Sometimes you've got to change direction, and that's hard. Well, if you don't, you're going to be out of business. Right. It's that simple. If you're not fluid, you're going to be out. If we would still be doing what we started doing, we'd have been done a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know? 
you've been able, and I think that's that's a, a sign, and I think you see this a lot with all kinds of entrepreneurs, is the ones that are successful are the ones who are able to pivot. Oh, you have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, uh, again, you know, it's hard for me to compare to other guys and other, you know, I've talked to a lot of business owners. I do. Uh, but, you know, that's not really comes up in conversation mm-hmm. that has, you know, about pivoting and stuff like that. But we always talk about, you know, just general business stuff. Uh, but yes, you're right. If you don't pivot or be, you know, become fluid, or if you just ignore what's going on around you, mm-hmm. you are doomed to fail. It's really, I mean, that's that's really thoughtful um, advice, and it's your own, you know, kind of personal experience. So I absolutely, I, that's really interesting. Um, what is next for Southern Hot Rod? What what's what do you guys? What's what's next? What's on the horizon? So, um, in the end of 2017, we bought our first CNC machine. Okay. Um, so manufacturing is on the horizon for us. Uh, that is the that is the goal is uh, to become more in line with manufacturing. So we have two machines now. Uh, they're doing well. They're not nearly busy enough right now, but it's getting there. Mm. Um, so we want to put more parts in a box okay. as opposed to assemblies. Sure. Right, and let the other guys build them and all of that stuff. We want to supply the parts for that. Well, that's great. What advice? And I, you've given so much. You've mm-hmm. talked a lot about your experience as an entrepreneur. But what advice would you give to up and coming entrepreneurs? You have to be all in. I can't stress that enough. Put that in big bold underline. You have to be all in. When I mean all in, if you're awake, you're working. Right. Let me let me rephrase that. Not working, you're building your company. Mm. You're working on your company. At some level, you are always working. I hate to use the word work because it's not, if it's right for you, it's not work, right? Right. Um, So, but, you know, I've talked to a lot of guys, man. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm just doing this part time and I'm doing it. It, it, No, no, no. It's a full, it's it's your life. It's, it takes over. I think it's, but in a good way. You know, I don't know. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I guess you'd have to ask my beloved bride there. <laughs> so, but no, I enjoy it. it, it you know, the, the biggest advice is do it, do it now, and don't be scared to fail. Right. You know, because look, this is what I told my wife, all right, is, you know, we were, let's see, I was 33 when we started. I said, baby, we're going to start this. Um, when I quit my job, I think it was a little bit older, the, uh, and she was and rightfully so, we were worried, you know, look, we got we got two small children at the time. We got you know, and I'm yeah. quitting my job, sure. right? To start on something that who the hell knows what's gonna happen. Right. So I mean it didn't bother me any, but it you know, I, but I'm a little nuts when it comes to that. And sure. you know, she's telling me, you know, this and that and that but man, you just gotta I don't I don't know how to put it. You gotta be able to do it and not you just have to focus on it and it it has to be number one thing in your life. Yeah great advice i mean it's it really is it's you know oh no no i'm I'm sorry you see i lost my i had a senior moment there i'll be all right look so what i no what i told her is they can't eat us right they could take everything we got but they can't eat us and we'll go make more yeah so don't be scared to do that i love that um do you have your product in your car nope no nope uh no i drive a diesel truck every day to work and no that's that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I used to. Okay. Um, but now, I mean, you know, I've had plenty of cars. There you plenty, go. plenty, plenty of cars. 
at some point I'll get another one, but <laughs> not right now. Perfect. Well, um, anything else that you'd like to add or mention that I haven't asked? No, I, you know, again, you know, it, look, if you're looking at, you know, I'm assuming this is all about trying to encourage people to start their own business. Mm. So, you know, I could tell you that Jedco has a lot of resources. So uh, definitely reach out to you, to you guys and, you know, and remember this, and this is important too, you have to have a destination in mind. You cannot draw a map if you don't have a destination, right? And nobody's going to do it for you. And don't think it's going to be easy money because it's not. I think that's perfect. All of us is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, I just this has been a really great interview. I really appreciate your being oh, candid yeah. and sharing your experience and your story. And you know, I'm really excited to see what's next for you guys. Me too. A special thanks to Eddie Gregory for taking time out of his busy schedule to share the passion for his business, his love of cars, and some really great advice about what it means to be an entrepreneur. Every Thursday, we will release new episodes of the Jefferson Parish Pulse, highlighting the manufacturers that have helped to make this area a hub for business and innovation. We'll be sharing links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Jedco underscore news and on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development. You can also visit our website at jedco.org. Thanks so much for listening. What is your favorite car? Do you have a favorite car? Whoo, that's a tough one. <laughs> As oh, a car enthusiast. Wow, that's a tough one. <clears throat> so if I had to pick one car, so many. I mean, that's, wow. <laughs> I'm st- uh, stumping you with the question wow. I thought would be easy. <laughs> no way. That's, you know, uh, no. What's your, what's your favorite things? My favorite things? Yes. Oh. What, like if you had to have a group, not, not a favorite one of that thing, but what is your like favorite things? What, oh, do, what do you? that's. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I think that would I be mean, part books. I mean, I love to read. I'm, okay, books are great, yeah, and I right? Can tell you what's your favorite book? Oh, this is kind of nerdy. I actually do have a favorite. Uh, book. <laughs> well, you know what? I have a but, favorite yeah. book too. So, <laughs> well, I mean, and I'm I nerdy grew, too. But. I grew up in that uh, Harry Potter era. So uh, it's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm a sci-fi so. guy. I like right, Dune. There you go. Right? Okay. So, oh yeah, Dune is great. Yeah, I love so, that book. But a favorite car, if I'm picking right now, you know, you know. You don't that's, have that's, to. All right, maybe. No, uh, let, let me think about it. Let's circle back to that. What's the okay. next one? Um, I'm I'm out of questions. Okay. So, uh, is there something that you want to talk about that I haven't asked? Hmm. I'm still trying to figure out the favorite car, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, 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 I'll, I'll tell you a couple. So, there's a current car. You know, I mean, any of the the current Hemi cars. You know, like a Hellcat or something like that. Those are really really nice automobiles. Um. But if I'm if I'm picking something that I would really like to own and just keep stock, which is I can't believe I'm even saying that because that's but probably and, and crazy this sounds like a, a '96 Viper GTS coupe. Huh. Okay. 